We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1215, Why I Don't Play With My Children, by Rachel Jones of NourishingMinimalism.com. Hello, everybody. My name is Greg Audino. I am your host and narrator here on ORD, and While a lot of our content focuses on romantic relationships, if you've been here for a while, you know that we dedicate Thursdays and Fridays to parenting material specifically. We have a whole catalog of articles and books that can help you with your parenting goals if you want to peruse through episodes past. And today's latest one will come from Rachel Jones, who isn't afraid to admit that she doesn't care to play with her children. That might sound jarring, but let's keep an open mind as we hear the rest of her thoughts and alternative approaches and optimize your life. Why I Don't Play With My Children by Rachel Jones of NourishingMinimalism.com Are you a partner who doesn't enjoy playing with children? At least not in the imaginative, pretending sort of way? I certainly am. And many parents feel the same way and live with guilt about it. There's no need to feel ashamed. It's the way we are, and that is just fine. We pretended when we were children, and now we've grown up, and it's our children's turn to play pretend. Some people will think less of me for it, but I can't do it. The times I've tried, I've hated every minute of it. If I were to force myself, I would not be a nice person to play with, and I would certainly not be a nicer parent for it. No, avoiding playing with my children means the time we do spend together is enjoyed by all. Children are so smart. The last thing I want is for my child to feel that I dislike them in any way. I know if I were to force myself to engage in pretend play, they would pick up on my negative feelings about it. I don't want to risk them thinking that it is in any way directed towards them. So, how do you spend time with children if you hate playing? Make it a point to be with your children and do activities with them that you both enjoy. Just because you don't like to participate in pretend play, doesn't mean you avoid spending time with your children. It does mean that you have to be more intentional about spending time with them. Often, when kids play, they will invite you to join them, and if you don't participate in their play, it will remind you to take time out to be with them doing something else. Plan quiet afternoons with nothing on the schedule so you can take time out and do things together. You don't always have to say no to your child. Instead, try redirecting. You go ahead and play by yourself right now. Let's go for a walk together this afternoon. This advice was given to me and has helped me from feeling like I'm always shutting my children down. Five activities we enjoy together. Number one, games. Do you enjoy board games and card games? If so, then it's a great way to interact together. 
We start young. Currently, our two-year-old is learning how to play Uno. We progress to Guess Who and card games. As the kids get older, we play Monopoly, Risk, Sequence, and Settlers of Catan. When we get to the teen years, we bring in the more difficult games. Sculptivity, Catchphrase, Scrabble, and Rumicube. Monopoly is how my children have learned to count money, and Risk has helped them ace geography quizzes. Through games, they have learned how to strategize, barter, and persuade. And after they have learned how to play, we all enjoy playing together. Number 2. Puzzles Puzzles are nice, calm activities. Lay it out at the table, sort the pieces, build the edges, and then work on sections until it's complete. Working on puzzles is a beautiful way to tie together generations. The great-grandparents in my children's lives are no longer with us, but when they were, they often had a puzzle laid out on the table, and when we visited, we would work on it together. Doing puzzles with my children reminds me of the time I spent with my grandparents and my husband's grandparents, the stories they told and different character traits they had. I end up telling stories as we work, stories from past generations, stories from my childhood, and stories about my own children. Number three. Crafts. Many adults enjoy crafts and the kids are happy to jump in. Browse Pinterest for easy paper crafts and keep the supplies fairly minimal. We have paper, scissors, tape, glue, stickers, and paint. Although I enjoy crafts, when I have splurged on miscellaneous supplies, it just ends up all over the house. So I've pared down to the basics. We've done paper trees, snowflakes, lanterns, chains, buntings, and various pictures to hang in our hinged frames. Sometimes I can even get the teens involved in making something with us, which is a super win. Number four, coloring. I just recently discovered the wonderful coloring books for adults. My husband got me one for Christmas, and I enjoyed sitting down to color in the evening. It didn't take long before the kids would sit down with me, but their coloring books would frustrate them. Most often, the ones they have received were activity books, with crossword puzzles and complete-the-picture pages. My book with animals and flowers was so much more appealing to them. I searched Amazon, and the detail in the animal coloring books was so great, I had been hoping for one that would encourage them to use their imagination, but not frustrate them with tiny, intricate patterns. Coming up short, I decided to make my own. I have enjoyed doodling and painting cute little creatures for many years, so I compiled my little animal friends into a coloring book, Simple Animals. The kids have been thrilled. They routinely sit down with me and color on pages. Keeping the pages simple, minimal, the kids' creativity has exploded, and it has been such a pleasure to watch. Sitting down to color with the kids has been so rewarding. I've been able to teach them shading techniques and encourage them to create their own patterns and designs. Number 5. Outdoor Activities does your family enjoy spending time in the outdoors? Then get out there and share with your children the wonder of nature. Not far from us are several large wilderness parks with walking and biking trails and fishing access. We've gone for drives in the country and had picnics in different places. We've been camping and fishing, hiking and wading. The fresh mountain spring water here is a little too cold to actually be fully immersed in. We normally walk to the water, throw rocks, work on our stone skipping techniques, admire rocks and driftwood, and then walk back to the parking lot. Closer to our house, we walk to the park, go for bike rides, or have picnics in our yard. These are all things I do with my children instead of playing, but it's not exhaustive by any means. We spend a lot of time together, 
and I am often reading with my children. We cook together and we clean together. Making sure that children have independent play is very important as well. So please, parents, if you're like me and you really hate to play, give yourself a break and invite your children to join you in an activity you can both enjoy. You just listened to the post titled, Why I Don't Play With My Children, by Rachel Jones of NourishingMinimalism.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And thanks to Rachel for this one. Definitely a lot of good alternatives to playing pretend on this list. And even if you are someone who feels resistant towards Rachel for not opting to play pretend with her children, do at least take from this article a list of what are truly great alternatives. And to further bridge this gap between your preferences as an adult and your child's preferences, in addition to offering them all of these options, also ask them what else they'd like to do besides playing pretend. Because we want this to be as much of a partnership as possible. So if card games or reading like Rachel recommended are good for you, but not for your child, keep working at it. Maybe they'd like to play one of their sports with you, or go look at bugs together, or play with blocks. The more you can ask your children to be involved with this, the more enthusiastic they'll be than if they were to first not get their choice of playing pretend, and then not also get to choose the alternative. Does that make sense? Okay, so do with that what you will, everybody. Uh, One more in the books, and there's more where that came from tomorrow, as I will be back with another parenting post for you as usual on Fridays. So I hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.